0: We are live with Twitter, with
1: Facebook, with YouTube. Let them hear it. A who's who of social media? Who knew? Hi, everybody. And welcome to a walrus wobbly. Drag it off, eye opening. Yeah. Ricochet rumor clashing. Well, bang episode of the Brothers of Discussion. Man, we're going to talk everything under the sun no we're wow. gonna talk wrestling we're gonna talk everything from the triumphant return of nxt uk talk about the hurt business being good for wrestling business i'll say and uh Matt, finally it's been weeks and the running crown finally we're gonna crown a winner of this week's <laughs> and who knows that was maybe a rock turning into howard finkel maybe we'll even end the show awkwardly, like an Oscar versus Mickey James match. Yay! Who knows? Sky's the limit. Uh you Matt, you know, it's spicy, it's hot, but now it's fall. Ooh. So now those spices are pumpkiny. Yeah. Oh. So Southern Beer, you get a free plug today. Thank you for your pumpkin beer, which is pumpkin you pie in a, a plug, glass. It.
0: You get And a plug. it's eight yeah,
1: it's 8.6% alcohol, so I am feeling pumpkin-y. <laughs> I feel like Cinderella and the Little Mice right now, turning into a stagecoach onto a wrestling podcast of joy.
0: Matt, how are things over in the House Day de- Eddie? Oh, they're doing great. Guess who's walking? That's right. That is she chooker's... walking into the room right now? There she is. Oh, God. Uh, oh, no, she's, oh, she's too her. fast. She ran away. Oh, no. She, she's already asleep. Um, But, it, man, Mike, it is the most amazing thing to see her Around. Like it's only like a few steps at a time, but it, it's so cool. Yeah. Uh, um yeah, I can't I, I, I can't saw, wait. For I it saw a guy off.
1: walking outside today, so I can only imagine what it was like to see a little baby walking right.
0: today. Well, uh also I, I thought I'd give this a shot again. Um I I was looking around at everybody else's like streams and I thought it would be better for me to show off what I've got going on back here rather than like Going, I have a green screen. So
1: oh, I my, see. I've, got,
0: I've got my seven books that I own are right here. There's Most people I'm haven't right read that many. Books. That's pretty good. I haven't read that many. Uh, the hard- <laughs> <laughs> so, shot it myself. Um, the Hardcore Diaries, King of Strong Style, The Best in the World. Uh, Take Your Eye Off the Puck uh, from Greg Wasinski, the man who... Uh, uh, was my inspiration for, uh, blogging and podcasting. Uh, women love wrestling, which was, uh, shout out to that book. I check it out. That's, it's actually pretty good, but uh, we were supposed to have them on the show and they never got back to us.
1: Yeah. So that's not the life story of the goon. I'm sorry. We went so quick through your hockey books. Uh, that was this whole entrance song, but go ahead, mate, as you were, you're going through uh, your seven books.
0: Eh, just two more red wings books who cares all right everybody check us out at bod podcast uh on twitter you can see it in the upper left hand corner of what you're watching right now and on instagram at brothers underscore of underscore discussion um quick shout out to whoever i was talking to uh on instagram i do apologize but uh mike i decided to try a reel today on instagram which is like tiktok and Ooh. um it was our my pre-show for this and to let everybody know on instagram to come over here um i did a lip sync to thunderstruck and it got a like so maybe one new person likes the brothers A discussion thanks to acd oh you know what so some more people are liking it look at that three wow. people just liked it hey oh that's right everybody try reels why not um and that's at brothers underscore of uh underscore brother at brothers underscore of underscore discussion yeah i'm glad i i have the the obs studio up so i can just read it now but i still obviously fucked it up all right um what else oh shoot we just dropped from four viewers to one uh quick shout out to brent rodriguez uh, once again uh letting us know that we are the most insightful wrestling podcast out there um oh this is so heartbreaking anybody watching i I know i know those numbers don't pop up uh for for what's going on here viewership wise but uh what what we want to make sure is uh anybody that is watching at any time please uh give us any questions give us your thoughts because we want to make sure this is a full discussion and not just us spitballing back and forth
1: yeah i mean you know I'm not too worried about the lack of viewership. You know, when I have a favorite show, I usually jump in about 45 minutes in, check in for five minutes, and jump right. out. So, you know, I get where they're coming from. I do the same thing when I'm watching Breaking Bad. Uh, but Matt, <laughs> now that we've updated, um, you know, everything going on uh, with our lives here, uh, there's Pumpkin Spice Galore. Matt is, uh, he has a child now. Uh, it's walking. It's mobile. Matt, Maybe we should uh get the clickbait going here because speaking of the child there's a child on uh Disney Plus uh that is a Yoda species which we still haven't quite figured out on the Mandalorian. And Matt, there's a special WWE cameo on that show. We don't really know her involvement yet, but Matt, Sasha Banks is in the Mandalorian. <laughs> it's it's Star Wars time.
0: Yeah. Do, 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 do. I'm going to have to get um, my uh, Funko Pops back there.
1: You mean for Baby Yoda or Sasha Banks's character in Mandalorian? Sasha Banks.
0: Uh, yeah, if uh, everybody hasn't noticed yet, there's uh, a good share of Star Wars characters. There's also mm-hmm. The Fiend and Becky Lynch. So why not oh, have yeah. Sasha go right here? She'll be in the middle between between the two groups.
1: That's what it's all about, being uh, the crane between two Oreos. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Matt, do we know her involvement yet in The Mandalorian, or do we know that it is a cryptic uh half second image of her in a in a hood?
0: Um I thought I went it was interesting with the that they like I I didn't realize wrestling was that big, that they took the time to throw her in the trailer and then make you know, she she was also tweeting it out at the same time that it was being released. And that, you know, there's, there's, um, there's actually a person in charge of putting that schedule together. Like whoever's in charge of, uh, of Sasha Banks, uh, Twitter account is being told, Oh, and then at 10 30 AM you have to share, you know, we're going to, we're going to put the trailer live for the Mandalorian. And then we need to make sure you share it and let everybody know that you're in the show. Like, you know, all, all that stuff gets put together. So I, I just thought, I don't, I love, I love the Mandalorian. I feel like Planet Earth knows it exists, so I I think it's interesting. At least from, you know, this this is a world that we hold near and dear, and we're not always super confident that the rest of the world respects it. So I think it's pretty cool that like Disney and and Star Wars and the Kathleen Kennedy types and the people that she's hiring said, um, let's put let's make this a part of the trailer because I know she's not an actress, uh, at yeah. least not yet. And outside of us and the pro wrestling world, I would have assumed that we were the few people that knew that Sasha Banks exists, but apparently not. So I think that's that's the good news out of this, right? Like,
1: Sasha
0: uh, yeah, it's is not much of Banks a worthy. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's not much of a spoiler. I mean, it's it's been out for you know basically a year now. Like, uh, you know, these casting choices are definitely. Um, like fan favorites of the creators and, uh, you know, executive producers. So that's how you get like Nick Nolte in there. Um, you know, that's how you get like a comedian, like Brian Posehn in there. Um, just, just kind of parachuting in as playing Brian Posehn with a giant beard and a parka. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you get Warren their Herzog as the client, uh, just kind of bumbling around and being Werner. Um,
0: Best uh, yeah, thing come I out mean, of that to was see that, that we all sort of reset our, our Werner Herzog impressions at that time. <laughs>
1: well, uh,
0: yeah, um, I mean, also Amy
1: Sedaris. I don't know how um, I didn't mention her earlier, but uh, I mean, if Sasha is going to be amongst that crowd, I mean, she's impressing the right people. Um, it kind of reminds me of how you and I like the band Electric Six, and for some reason, they have found their way into the hearts of the creators of South Park. And you know, had them over for their birthday party uh to to play a show. So I don't know. Um, I, I think I'm most interested to see if in some capacity WWE starts promoting and see WWE uh women superstar Sasha Banks, and she's gonna talk to the client and she's gonna talk to a little baby Yoda, and then we're gonna see a commercial. Are you ready? <laughs> So I'm excited to see that crossover, and maybe that's when Sasha,
0: you know, maybe becomes champion again or something like that. but um, all right, well, we've gotta let Brett know that we are oh hey Stephanie, what's up? Uh, we gotta let woo! Brett know that we're done. We're done talking Star Wars uh, so he can unmute.
1: and we don't have any planned uh, shirtless John Cena segments. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, there's one right now. This oh. Is, uh... oh! Yeah, there's there's always a shirtless John Cena. And oh uh I hope uh Mr. Rodriguez appreciates that like on display at all times is the picture that he got for me of me getting beat up by John Cena. So not only is this a main feature for the show forever, uh yeah. I look at I mean it's it's right it's it's in my sight every day. This is what I look at. Yeah. Um
1: I keep, by the way, before we get up, uh, before we actually get more into the show, um, if Brent is still listening, he needs to rent, borrow, uh, steal a copy of the movie Blockers with John Cena because John absolutely steals that movie. And he has a really good line where if you've ever seen John in the ring or in his post ring career with his weird hair part, no haircut looks normal on that man but he still tries to defend the john cena haircut by saying i have a regular men's haircut and it absolutely brings the house down it's a funny really funny movie so i hope you get to watch it um yeah matt um i used to play a game called uh i think two rumors and a lie and uh you would you would pull some awful things off the dirt sheet um that you know weren't true and then you'd make one up and i used to have to guess what it was and it just we we figured we need to stop encouraging this behavior so we stopped playing the game uh two entities did not get that hit man wrestle votes and sports skita they're like let's just keep doing the the two rumors and selling them is two truths um because there's, they said ricochet is done
0: there's there's a whole nother rumor too that both of these um brands got involved in talking about now. Here's with Sportskeeda, they used to make it onto our game all the time. And I thought about I thought about restarting it today. And I, I was in the middle of like putting together um like new graphics for us when the when the show would start or when the game yeah. would start, which I, I am gonna do. We need to set up a brand new game. Like something like that needs to happen because I I, I I'm having so much fun. I, I I don't know if everybody caught the new graphic I made today for the show with the neon lights. Um I was pretty proud of that. But I, I really want to make a graphic for our game show. Anyways. Uh, How about two
1: rumors and a sports-kita?
0: <laughs> right. So those are usually lies. Thanks yeah. for getting me back on track. Uh, two many yeah. hits today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when we used to play this game, they would show up all the time. And it's not because they're creating the rumor. It's because they have good SEO. And they would report somebody else's rumors. So they would just take any old tweet and report it as if this was wrestling journalism. So almost I I would say as bad because they had earned the the SEO spot on Google. Okay, so there there are folks who might be listening right now or listening to the podcast later that are going to feel some sort of twinge of like I'm a wrestling journalist. Like if you if you do it the right way, we're not talking about you but what we are talking about is either creating these rumors that have no base, like Ricochet today when he uh, was rumored to be done with the WWE and immediately tweeted, like, this is bullshit, uh, just so everybody knows. Um, like, either you're getting this baloney rumor out there or you're doing what Sportskeed is doing again. Like, say say uh, you have the voice. Like, this is the same as somebody, like, winning an award on a, on a major... Platform and then going up on stage and then saying make sure you vote for Donald Trump kind of bullshit You know, like we would be so disappointed in that person and they'd probably be canceled from all of Hollywood because you can't you can't be a Republican and and be a part of Hollywood anyway Sportskita has earned the Google spot and then they share all of this bullshit So for all of the work they want to do and saying like well, we're just we're just reporting that somebody else said this on Twitter A little bit worse, because you have the voice, you've you've earned that spot on Google. When people search Ricochet today, Sports Keto will pop up with a story about him leaving the WWE, which is not true. And then they'll update that story and say, well, Ricochet said later it's not true. Still just fucking garbage journalism. Absolute (laughs) fucking trash. Uh, but masterful
1: so, search engine optimization, masterful. Right.
0: We're, I'm jealous that I'm not doing it. Uh, the one time <laughs> there was the one time, uh, and I, I feel I still cringe when like it pops up on like my time hop when uh, we reported that uh, Big Van Vader had died. I did it. I was on my honeymoon, and it happened. And I was trying to like boost up our SEO for the website. And there's probably people that uh, you know are looking to hire me. I'm still applying for jobs, and they're going like maybe they'll listen to this and they'll go, "You asshole!" Yeah, of course you should write articles about Big Van Vader dying. There's going to be a ton of people clicking on that, and yeah. I felt awful about it because it it's taking advantage of like there's people that were in mourning. We were in mourning, and you take advantage of that just to get Google clicks, just so that people can see your stupid website, and you can kind of. Uh, you know, boost up whatever the Google ads you have running and you can get a few extra yeah. pennies of people coming to the site. And then the SEO aspects of it too. Like once once you get those hits for those baloney articles or the ones that are taking advantage of human emotion, um, then you, you get ranked up later for the next article you write. And then you're well, more like, likely I, to trick people. Over hey. here,
1: you know, at first it's anger, right? And then right. for us, it turns into envy because... Man, I was trying to think, like, what, what would be one of the uh, clickbait articles you wish you'd written? Uh, mine would be, you'll never believe who Brock Lesnar wants to kiss.
0: <laughs> What's, what? what? Is that... See? Just to get people Who's... to
1: the site. Come on over. Oh, okay. It's so probably like, just... Who does
0: he want to kiss?
1: <laughs> it's probably just Sable, but I don't know. It might be Undertaker. It might be Lake John Cena. No, I... Yeah, so it might be Fandango. Think- you know, he's looking, he's looking cut. <laughs> Fandango's oh. looking cut. What a- uh, maybe he wants a- to kiss uh Dragon off. You know, he's looking really tight. He's uh, he's like one hundred forty eight pounds of muscle. I
0: I would love to see Dragon. I mean, we're going to talk about it uh, in a second here. Uh, I, I would love to see him go up against anybody right now in the WWE. <laughs> that promo to open up NXT UK. It was short. It was it was fucking great, and it made me go, oh my god, I missed this i miss this so much um one
1: of my one of my favorite times in uh like wrestling life is uh when i had a job that only needed me to uh not like my current job where it's just i'm surprised there's any follicles left the way i'm pulling them out my last job though i would just watch youtube uh for seven hours a day and then for that one hour it wasn't on youtube i would watch nxt uk and you know uh just watch Dragunov out there with his very precise conducting of, you know, music that's coming out of a loudspeaker um, and those red demon eyes uh, insidious style. Um, and he would just come out and beat up people because he thought they were Patrick Wilson. Uh, yeah. I love enough and I want him to succeed. Uh, and I, I don't know if he's ever going to be like WWE, you know, getting the, getting the, uh, pulling the, uh, you know, coattails of Vince to get on TV, but Every time I see him, it's a treat. So even if I just get a little taste, and I just get to maybe I'll find him on the WWE Network in ten years. You know, God love him. I I, I love that psychopath. Give me more, Drag. You know,
0: I'm so sad right now because our viewers actually went up while I was going on my rant about wrestling journalism, and we started talking NXT UK and it immediately died. Um, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Let's hear some SEO. <laughs> Get that drag-and-off bullshit out of here. Secrets. Um, so I forgot that Dragon Off was is this the number a one SEO contender. TED Talk.
1: This is really cool. All right.
0: I forgot that Dragonoff was the number one contender to to Walters uh, NXT UK Championship, which yeah. again, uh, the most beautiful championship I think in well, uh, in the WWE. I,
1: I, real quick, I think people left because they went and who does Brock Lesnar want to kiss? So they'll be back after they find out. <laughs> after they find out, it's Sable. But yeah, go ahead. Man.
0: Uh, Greg, Greg, let us know. It's it's just the it's just the three of us. Uh, Greg, <laughs> Greg's breaking my heart. Um, so it's it's the two of us and Greg right now. <laughs> um, Greg, let us uh, know if, Greg. Uh, if any of this uh, you know you want to pipe in on NXT UK. I'm not sure if you caught it. if he's got
1: any guesses for who Brock Lesnar wants to kiss?
0: Yeah, Greg, let us know who your your best guess is best kiss
1: <laughs> who do you want on the lesnar kiss cam?
0: um oh no all right andy hammond uh part of the uh uh hockey podcast network crew um all right i andrew i have no idea oh un- un- bar um maybe i'm missing okay. a dragon off reference here but i i just feel so stupid right now um <laughs> And Andy was uh, who I joined uh, when we did the New Japan talk for uh, for the Hockey Podcast Network. Oh, he is he naming someone for? What he's like that?
1: these guys don't watch New Japan. <laughs> they call themselves wrestling fans. <laughs> Sorry, you know those twelve hours uh, of wrestling coverage that they do every week is horseshit. Not until <laughs> they start watching New Japan get get some fifteen hours of wrestling every week, then get back to me.
0: Well, I, I'm, I'm so scared that I'm, I'm missing
1: a... a, a it's probably a living legend that we've never come across because we've been in the NBA's in a Disney bubble. We've been in the <laughs> WWE bubble. It's just we haven't left. We ventured into the AEW bubble. We like it a lot, but I don't know who Hoochie Mama is. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. But if it's a good kisser... You know, maybe better for Brock. That'll be good. I, Get some soft lips in there.
0: I'm ready to throw it into Google Translate just because uh, I I want to do justice here to to Andy who's throwing this out there. It, it's gonna say like, um, "You guys are hacks." See, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, you know who's not a hack, Matt is Mickey James. Uh, we got to see her this week in a women's championship match against Asuka, and uh I, I don't know why matches now if if something's going well one of my favorite british meals is bangers and mash uh this this match this mash was a banger if i may um and then the finish happened and if you want to write some clickbait articles um all you had to do is be like what really happened to mickey james and uh you'd be at the top of the list Matt, because nobody knows <laughs> um i will say that it looked like uh because the two of them are really going back and forth. Um, Mickey, uh, I I know that whenever people say, you know, I was a young lass and I really wanted to get into wrestling because I saw Lita or I saw, sh- I saw Trish, uh, you know, I saw, maybe I saw Natty. Like if you don't put Mickey James in that list, shame on you. Um, uh, I, I think she's excellent. I, I think she's a great storyteller. She's, she still got it. She still had it in this match. And then, uh, I don't know if she's just selling too hard, um, and the ref was like, "Oh shit, I better end this bad boy." Bling 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 bling. Uh, but the face, the face Mickey made, I think, erased any doubt that she was injured. When her 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 countenance was, her shoulders, her her pecs, her eyes, her mouth all said, "What the fuck?" Like if you can make your shoulders say, "What the fuck," that's a real what the fuck. Uh, she was not injured, <laughs> I think. I think maybe she just uh, she Dolph Ziggler sold it so hard that maybe the ref thought she was actually hurt. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get a rematch out of this because I I, like Asuka was going to, like she had a little extra uh, zip to her step. Um, Mickey still looks uh, really good. And, uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing her every week on my, uh, my six hour Monday night raw marathon. Give me, give me more Mickey James, please.
0: I know I was guilty of uh, watching the live chat the next day on uh, the, the WWE talk now, whatever the hell it's called on Facebook in the morning. Uh, it actually ended up being her and Trish going back and forth. Uh, Mickey and Trish going back and forth about uh, when they, when they first started their, uh, their rivalry or I guess Mickey coming in and, and being that huge fan of Trish. Um, and my point is, Number one, I I really hoped that they would address it on this show because it was the next morning. They did not, but Mickey was in great spirits. Like she was absolutely healthy and fine. Um, I- also, I gotta throw out there, Mike, uh, Andy Andy uh, Hammond really caught us here because uh, <laughs> this is this appears to be because we are so uneducated. This is this is Dragonoff's old name. Uh, or his nickname, oh. and we're too dumb to know that. Oh. We just love Dragunov. Like, why do you need to throw a nickname on Dragunov? It's already beautiful. Uh, but Andy also You said, know,
1: you guys think you're Otis Dozovich fans. You don't know that he used to wrestle in a garage as Hot Potato. Uh, you guys don't know anything. <laughs> so uh, you
0: don't... He also said that you are his new favorite Clink. so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, Take that, Paul Clink. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh that's our dad all right um he's on twitter but he's got a private account so it's kind of hard to get
1: retweets out of him um but moving down the list here matt uh because we're almost at our favorite part the wednesday night wars I, i think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the hurt business being uh just if you gotta you gotta watch if you're gonna watch wrestling you're gonna be a WWE fan you're gonna watch monday night raw matt and roughly i swear to god they had like six. minutes of tv time the hurt business and it was the best 60 minutes of the whole show um this is not our first time saying this but mvp has absolutely been the mvp yes uh elevating and making relevant bobby lashley sheldon benjamin apollo cruz um ricochet to an extent and now matt cedric alexander is someone i care about matt how is he doing this? Is he getting enough credit?
0: I so the word on my uh, lips was like perfect. Like this team is not—they're—they're they're not running scared heels. Uh, yeah, MVP is just MVP. Like his promos are, besides screwing up Cedric Alexander's name. Um, God, I wish I could remember what he called him. He called him uh, like. Uh, who cares? Anyway, Celridge uh, Reson- Mexico. Yeah, it was so Sel- Sellridge Sounds right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I th- this had to be booked as like this badass team. And yes, they they did this whole "we're we're the hurt business." It's all about the money, so they're trying to like get paid to take out um, retribution, which yeah. you know is is probably going to go so long it's going to fall flat. But seeing them, oh, Greg call Greg. Greg nailed it, uh, that he called him Cedric the Entertainer. That was... <laughs> but, uh, like, they have to be badass. Like, they have to go after Retribution like they did. So, when I say it's perfect, I mean from the the point of they've picked the right wrestlers to get involved with this. And then, um, oh, man, Andy's throwing in Mark, Mark Henry, the kingpin of the Hurt Business. Now, if that's just because he's going to look amazing in a kingpin cosplay i'm all for it but uh I, I i'm also i mean just anytime mark henry's running promos too i think uh it melts my little heart but, i still got a lot in
1: the tank yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> taking out john cena all right um yeah. but real quick uh i know we've got greg and andy here um one of like top 10 promos of all time of mark henry and oh mark i got
1: a, I got a lot left oh uh Baby, I'm coming home, and then you yeah. world strongest slam John Cena into I got a lot left in the tank. <laughs> easily. I actually teared up from uh like the retirement speech. And then when he hit yeah. John, I was you know, I was rocketing around in my pants. That was that was pretty great.
0: Yeah, I um, I would I would easily say that was that was a top ten promo.
1: Well, I just you know, when you look around wrestling, right? Um let's look at you know AEW for a second, like uh Jake Jack Hager um uh, <laughs> horrible on the microphone uh borderline in the ring um uh, and somehow chris jericho has made that guy relevant my god um so I, I guess to just kind of put it in perspective like mvp he's not just taking jake jack hager which in itself is the project so hats off to jericho uh but <laughs> uh, like mvp is essentially taking Four Jake Jack Hagers under his wing. Four guys I couldn't get less of a hoot about and making them must-see TV every week. And all he did was give them a catchphrase, some leadership, and put them in a nice suit.
0: I, I mean, I'm going to say, like, Wednesday was, was proof that I think Santana and Ortiz could could leave the inner circle and, and do some selling themselves uh, just on their... Their abilities. That, that
1: was oh, a hell man. of a- yeah. They yeah they did good. We're not talking about them.
0: We're talking about like the magic of
1: a like a a a mouthpiece. Like uh you know putting somebody on the on the coattails. Second time we're mentioning coattails today. That's gonna be our Pee Wee Herman buzzword of the week, I guess.
0: Uh, putting <laughs> Damn uh, it now. I need not the just, traffic.
1: Not just putting one guy on the coattails, but but four guys. Like no nobody was buying, uh, you know, Shelton Benjamin's stock. Nobody was buying. No, nobody was buying that stock. And it's, I don't know how much of the fault of it is his own. I, you know, he's he's the gold standard. He's he's done incredible feats, but for whatever reason, WWE never really pushed him. That's where he got a lot of his TV time, and you know, that's where he had his contract, and it just never really happened for him. Um, but now all of a sudden, MVP is speaking up for him. Saying this guy's an entity, this guy's an asset, this guy is somebody who you should be you know, investing your time into. Um lo and behold, those those words, you know, uh, if you want to borrow some and uh 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 speak, it's a spoiler. It's it's working. Some language. Yeah. I just, you know, they talk about the greatest um uh, you know, managers, uh, the greatest speakers of all time. You know, you're going to hear the Bobby the Brains. Uh, you're going to hear Heyman. And Heyman, you know, uh, you know, he latched himself onto Brock Lesnar, who was already a transcendent superstar. And now he's with Roman Reigns, who's already pushed to the moon. And now, you know, maybe he's going to see the rest of the solar system at this point, now that he has Heyman on his back. But MVP <laughs> took Apollo Crews. He took... Bobby Lashley, and Apollo, yeah. you know, via feud. He took Shelton Benjamin, and he took Cedric Alexander. Guys with no momentum. Guys right. with nothing outside of WWE. Four pieces of absolute trash. And now, these guys are selling T-shirts. All <laughs> on the coattails of MVP. If this guy is not getting a raise tonight, then I'll buy a hat and eat it, because I'm not really a hat-wearing guy. But... now. Nope. Lest I, lest I don't mention, in case any of those gentlemen checks in, I'm only saying they're characters, not them as people. So I really want to emphasize that. But go ahead. Mike, I've got Sir. a hot tag. Whee! I you gonna say you got i got Shelton Benjamin on the line.
0: Shelton? We've got Shelton Benjamin on No, Mike, I've got a hot
1: tag. I keep hitting the uh, sh- the uh, Ma- uh Mike, uh, Shelton really wants ha- to hear you backpedal about calling him a piece of trash. So uh, your take. All right. No. Oh, wait, what's your What's now? your hot tag, man? My hot
0: tag. <laughs> Who, who's next? If you're booking, if you're writing this, I and I have I have my pick. Are you doing Ricochet or Apollo Apollo Cruz next?
1: To join the hurt business?
0: Yes. <laughs> and obviously, well, and I, I will say uh, Ricochet.
1: I right. will say Ricochet. If only because. Um, when Ricochet got called up, that was when they kind of had the, uh, um, they said they're going to kind of redo, uh, you know, who's, who's the front runner of each show. Um, You know, whether it was Eric Bischoff, whether it was Paul Heyman and when Paul Heyman was started taking people aside, like I'm going to push Alistair Black, uh, give me the street profits. I'm ready to push them to the moon. Uh, that's around the timeline when we saw Ricochet get called up. So is, as much effort as Paul Heyman put into that guy, you know, getting him more exposure, uh, I don't think his stock has ever been lower. Um, he can't even he can't even go toe to toe with Cedric uh, Selridge Mexico anymore, um, <laughs> <laughs> let alone Cedric Alexander. Hey,
0: Selridge, <laughs> sorry.
1: So uh, that's Is a that Biloxi Blues, Blues reference for uh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. That's that's a there's a reference for two people. Uh, <laughs> Little-known Matthew Broderick movie. Susan,
0: um, Here's real quick. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I was going to say, I'll, I'm going to get a Brothers of Discussion hat to whoever can tell me is the main star in the Lexi
1: Blues. It could arguably be Christopher Walken. Um,
0: oh, that's uh, true. You could get it wrong. I just wanted somebody to prove that they've seen it.
1: <laughs> no, I just... Um, I have not seen one just constant powerful push of momentum pick up pieces of trash like that since the garbage truck drove by my house the other day and had one of those cool claws that lifted up my bin and put it up he is elevating guys who have not been relevant ever i will arguably say ever and don't give me bobby lashley was in a donald trump match he was the fourth most interesting person in that match by far, um, at WrestleMania. So, no uh, MVP is he's got the golden touch right now. He everything he does, he's just making the whole product better. So, Bravo to that guy.
0: How do you spell Biloxi?
1: B i l o x i.
0: Yes, I got it. Uh, Greg Greg's asking what uh, what star, uh, or for what movie? <laughs> um, oh, all right, Biloxi we got to move movies, on. Yeah. This is. But we gotta get going it's doing great, but uh, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, real quick, Mike, how do you feel about uh, street profits being elevated now as the top WWE tag team after they take out Smackdown's tag team champions uh, who probably needed to get <laughs> to get the win a little bit more. Uh, that's oh, you know what? yeah I'm leading the I'm leading the witness. Um,
1: um, no, what I'll say is that WWE has always done a fine job of like, uh, you know, Maybe "fine" is the wrong word. They've really been effective at Rocked emphasizing yeah. this. This entity is our, our top piece. Um, yeah. You know, whether it's the USOs, it's just USOs all the time. Whether it's the New Day, it's just New Day all the time. And now it's Street Profits, Street Profits all the time. So it's great that we have this one. But I think a thing where, you know, they start to, you know, need to look over the fence and see where the grass is a little bit greener, or at least the grass is a little bit better at, you know, tech team matches is AEW where it, for me, I I honestly forget who the champion is. If only because there's so many teams on there kind of jockeying for position that get TV time, that get matches that are more than haphazard five second five second, you know, slap togethers. Um, Yeah. Slap togethers. That's going to be next week next week's uh, Pee Wee Herman word um yeah i just all (laughs) i know is that (laughs) when we're done with this (laughs) (laughs) uh all i know is that there are the street profits and that i know that there's cesaro nakamura uh (laughs) (laughs) what
0: the hell is that guy's name on uh busted
1: open um oh i wasn't even doing him i was doing uh our boy from uh hawk hogan all right
0: you're doing vince russo who i think Vince russo doing nakamura and i I don't really get that exactly like uh that that guy from busted open that's uh yeah uh, does anybody watch (laughs) or listen to busted open anymore i know
1: yeah we probably should now that they actually have uh bully ray on there and i think um um i got a lot left in the tank as a special correspondent i think mark henry's on there pretty frequently but um no, I think WWE's, you know, they've always been able to promote one tag team, but it's just that always the division is always just treated like garbage. Uh, you know, it, it's definitely not even second banana. It's maybe third or fourth banana down their priority list for different divisions in the company. So, yeah, I, I'm fine with Street Profits being up top. I, I think Montez is about as charismatic as you can get without being uh, Dwayne Johnson, so um that might be a paul Heymany comment of me uh maybe i'm just a uh, montez mark but that guy knows how to electrify a crowd even a crowd of television people uh in a magic bubble so
0: real yeah real quick, maybe
1: get the rest of the division
0: going yeah uh lewis is is joining us he's joining us on facebook he wants to know who, who, is? Should, who should be the next champs on both raw and smackdown and i know you were just saying like mm-hmm. it's so hard to even think of who the heck is is a tag team right now. Um but I'm going to I'm going to at least throw out there that we've seen a lot of Twitter action from Dolph Ziggler recently uh discussing um, oh. him and and his his tag team with uh with uh, Robert Rude The Bob
1: Glorious Rude, Bob Rude. Rude.
0: Bob Rude. Ah Bob Rude. That's what he was calling himself. Uh yeah. <laughs> But I I like to think that that means maybe he's just trying to, you know, get us all thinking about it again. But, no, absolutely, it's it's so hard to figure out who the hell is a tag team right now, and I, I like, it's so sad that you have some real good tag teams that are going at it in NXT, and, uh, I mean, AOP just got released, and, and we're sitting here going, what the hell is going on? Yeah, the Viking Rocky? Raiders like, said
1: to disband because of injury. Um, here,
0: Here's what I'll say. I, I think we're going to see something like Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin going for a tag title soon
1: uh they absolutely should uh the, the only other one i would do is if that's going to go the raw route um because i just want more titles on the hurt business at this point um it, on smackdown i think to really because that's just the entertainment show at this point um that's where bray wyatt is that's where roman reigns is that's where paul Heyman is um if you're going to go the entertainment route and you want to make those tag team titles exciting <sighs> i own a nakamura shirt a nakamura shirt um uh, <laughs> I love Cesaro, you know, but i if you want to be as entertaining as possible, I don't know if Warwick uh, is really the best way to go about it. I think if you're going to be SmackDown, if you're going to be ACDC,
0: are you ready?
1: <laughs> Matt, you need some meaty men slapping meat. And that's why I'm going, oh, yeah, techie. I think it's time for heavy machinery to take those belts and, uh, Ooh, you know, really nice. amp up the energy, amp up the fun level on SmackDown to, to just really make it a fun two-hour show every friday uh,
0: uh lewis there's th- th- throughout there ivar is out with the arm injury uh, imagine if the yeah. business wins all men's titles on raw oh my god all right I- so so you got to book it right now right so does that mean uh and lewis you let me know what you're thinking on this does that mean does that mean mvp is is like challenging for like the wwe championship or is it is it just Bobby Lashley and somehow the U.S. Championship just gets passed down to MVP? Well, I think you got no, to think. No, I think so.
1: MVP is beyond titles at this point. I think the way they've kind of booked him, the way they've kind of rebranded him, relabeled him, changed his gear, changed his music. I think the last big piece of the puzzle of the her business could be Keith Lee. If you want to really make that group pop, oh, if man. you really want to make Keith Lee just, holy God almighty, what is going on on Monday Night Raw's? You give him the title over uh, Drew McIntyre and Randy, and then you give it to Keith Lee to lead this group. Woo-ee! That I, would get Twitter speaking, let me tell you. You,
0: you just, oh man. Uh, you nailed it. I Holy crap. Um... I would do that, or if if something happens where Biggie's momentum starts to stall out, I I wouldn't mind. Like the hurt business that can go on forever. So if we're talking like Royal Rumble and we need to throw some juice back in there, oh man, Biggie would be amazing too. And and I'm still waiting for for the turn uh, on the new day. I don't know now now that Biggie's made such a hard push to say like I. Want to be me when I win this championship? Maybe it's not Big E that, that does that turn. I mean, we've never seen Kofi really go that heel, and, and Xavier Woods would really blow our socks off. I mean, if, if we, if the fun loving, you know, chucklehead just, I, everything he says just tickles me inside. I, I, I love his up, up, down, down, and I could just watch him yeah. smile forever. Uh, but man, if he went heel. Holy, holy mackerel! Um, I, I just oh, man, that'd be so. Sweet. Know, they, All right, we do, we do. Uh, so we've gushed about the hurt business for a long time here. Um, just like Monday Night Raw, they just dominate our show too. Should um, they absolutely should? Do you want to do? Uh, are we ready to jump into ye old?
1: Yeah, I mean, we had a couple chicken nuggets about you know Bray Wyatt introducing a uh, wobbly walrus uh, to kind of right. oversee. <laughs> Which is, you know, that's obviously Paul Heyman. I thought it was kind of a cute addition. Um, And I saw you had a note here about McIntyre and Orton having an ambulance match. But I I still think best case scenario for that, get Keith Lee involved, get the Hurt Business involved. That's where the money group's at. be time. I think it might be time for the Wednesday Night Wars. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> Let me uh... Wednesday Night <laughs> Sorry. No, I don't know, know if to... this counts as really one of your, because you were our NXT correspondent again. Matt, I was the AEW Grand Poobah once again. Uh, Matt, I don't know if this counts. Uh, I don't want to steal your thunder, but uh, I might be buying yet another NXT t-shirt. This one Matt, the designer, Dexter Loomis himself. Eat your heart out, Jericho. You can do your own entrance song. Uh, Dexter Loomis was in the lab putting together his own effing t-shirt. It looks awesome. Matt, I like it a lot.
0: Uh, Take my money. Yeah, it was was beautiful. I'm I'm all for it. Uh, I mean, you know how much I love the character, Dexter Loomis. So I'm going to be... I'm that guy like if i need to figure out what shirt i'm gonna buy i just look at the guy that probably needs the most support so i i'm gonna go dexter Lewis on this one and and pick up one of those shirts same thing with think... the, the her business t-shirt is on its way like i could not wait uh it's the thing is beautiful i can't wait to walk around with my gold shiny t-shirt i i'm so I excited <laughs> oh my god i know her business, um, business forever all right, so, uh, yeah, so, like, high, high level, macro level, Mike, this wasn't, I, we always start off, we give our grade, we, like, we say who we thought won the night, and then we'll regrade it again, and we'll say, all right, after talking about it, who actually had the better show on Wednesday. Yes. And again, we don't give two fucks about ratings. Um, Again, <laughs> just another SEO trick by all of the wrestling journalists out there. Anyways... um. <laughs> better show was aew and I watched both the best match well, you know what let's not talk best match but I, I want to say at least the the whole the night on a whole is one of the best Wednesdays we've ever had because it seems like we've always like turned one way or the other and said um, you know this, this this brand is starting to decline a little bit or they're running into a pay-per-view. Or or we're like running down AEW or NXT for not putting together storylines, and and really, if we're honest, it's only because they're resetting their own brand. It's not really because they did anything wrong. We're just not patient enough, and we want right. there to continue. We want them to be continually churning out like the midpoint of a feud, and we will not allow the beginning of a feud. You better get that shit together weeks ago, like plant some seeds, goddammit! it. <laughs> Anyways, um, this <laughs> night was. I, I think it has something to do with how all of these titles have been on the line recently for both shows and they're they're finding some good ways to mix in like legitimate fights that make sense along with building some stories uh but but everything here tonight was i, I don't know it it was those middle episodes of television that we talk about all the time, like where, uh, like The Walking Dead. You can watch the first episode of a season and the last episode of of the season, and you'll get it. You're fine. But yeah. this is this is where they did that middle episode, and it was fucking amazing. I I last night it was dubbed, and and you'll take over for AEW, and Mick Foley said it himself. One of the best. Street fights or parking lot brawls or non ring battles ever, yeah. and I watched it three times today. I it, it's amazing, and and Sue probably makes it like that. Neck Sue probably takes it to that next level, like you needed that conclusion. Uh, but you'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but anyway, I, I'm just saying the, the point being, I think the number one. I know that should be your number one. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. But my number one is surprising because it's probably one of the best match of its um, kind or, or for the year, or one of the best of the year, and it's still not number one of the night. And that's how great this Wednesday was. But, yeah, uh, Mike, I, do you want it to... Yeah, take No, uh, talking too much.
1: No, I, you got a, you got a little uh, snippet of AEW Let's there, and I, I was just going to say looking at NXT... Uh, looking at both shows um, and trying to compare it to like a, a season of episodic, you know, television, you know, like yeah. on AMC or, you know, HBO or something like that. And I would just say this was almost like a, like a really fun bottle episode where uh, with that said, there were definitely great moments that propelled the story forward, forward. And I can't wait to see it next week, but looking at what transpired on NXT, um, you know, this was a Shotzi Blackheart night to shine um Kushida having a great moment to shine uh brisango getting a moment to shine uh Zaya lee potentially you know having some character development uh damian priest getting a chance to establish him you know drake maverick killian dane uh looking at aew um you know i believe against thunder rosa uh you know the main event was best friends and santana and ortiz it wasn't you know our one you know at the end of the first hour so you're waiting to turn on commercials yeah. at the nine o'clock hour uh you know this is moxley putting over will hobbs um, who in in roughly three minutes of aew activity is already a made man um i mean uh, frankie kazarian and hangman uh just having a classic that i don't know if we really deserve um and uh you know, MJF just, just barely, barely having a match and just doing a little mic time. So I guess when I say this is like a bottle episode, it's like, they just let all these guys who are not, you know, it's not, uh, an NXT, you know, it's not just Johnny Gargano and, you know, uh, Adam Cole, you know, this is the rest of the guys, you know, winning, winning your viewership, uh, winning your attention. AEW the same way, uh, best friends at Santana Ortiz are guys who are usually middle of the first hour. Maybe you know halfway through the second hour, maybe you're not even seeing that match because you're kind of jumping back and forth, and they're out there just just really kicking ass. And um, this this really was a great Wednesday where every time you turn the channel, you probably missed something on the other channel because <laughs> you 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 were you were getting quality wrestling on either show. Um, but man, I, I think knowing what transpired in both, I think we usually we do our top three moments of each show. <sighs> Matt, I think moment three is NXT. Matt, moment number
0: three. Oh shoot. Um I don't know why I thought I wasn't gonna go first. Um alright, so number three. Let's do it. Kushida kicking the shit out of Austin Theory. First of all. <laughs> from the twitter verse oh and uh uh we've got to throw out there too lewis uh who um thanks for throwing in all the comments man like this is what we're the brothers of discussion like we need the discussion thank you so much lewis uh you, you're doing this nice. uh yeah but he he's he said you know he's he's right there with me with my patrick star impression where uh uh, Hobbs is a big man. Um, uh, but yeah, Lewis is thrown out there. Like this guy's, this guy's football player size, man. Like, I yeah. mean, legit, legit. What if league Keith
1: league Lee league. was cut?
0: Oh my <laughs> god! <yeah. laughs> that's what Hobbs. Uh, but yeah, I'm for my. That's that's the, game,
1: the that's the pitch room in the marketing uh execs. All right, Keith Lee. We got this Hobbs guy. What Ooh, if? yeah, sign me up, moxley
0: Get out there.
1: All right, but man, moment uh, over three. Sorry.
0: Yeah, so the the Twitterverse is not happy. I mean, not happy with Austin Theory. I mean, the the accusations are out there of the sexual harassment. Um, oh yeah, Lewis is thrown out there. Keith Lee did play football. Uh, we got a. He did. So Keith Lee, Keith Lee's just missing out on on the cutness. That's he's he's the big boy that's gonna keep that football frame. Um, I I think we've all seen those pictures of Baron Corbin where he looks like a big dough ball while he was playing football too um i sound it sounds so mean like keith i would love to be built like keith lee i i just you know he's squishy um and then right, right. before you every
1: time you're about to run you go <laughs> <laughs> which uh, they've but coached but, him to stop doing and it kills me but well, go ahead
0: but yeah Kushida, Kushida's getting my number three here because I, I i love Kushida first of all i mean we we both share love of uh our my favorite science, fic- uh, science fiction film in uh, Back to the Future. You trying to get plutonium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get the hoverboard. I don't know what you're doing. Um, that free was terrible. Scott. Yeah, is that what you're going for? Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, I will say, oh, my my first writing uh that I did for free was a Back to the Future, uh, X Men and Roroni Kenshin fanfiction, and oh. I still get emails from fans of that fanfiction that say, when's the next episode coming out? That thing is like 12 years old now, and people are still reading it. I love the internet. Um. Anyway, let's... Uh, can I, yeah, I'll finish this number three at some point. Um, let's do number three. Number three, man! Let's
1: have some decorum here. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, Kushida's pretty much doing the job of what all of Twitter wanted to do to Austin Theory because of uh, the the, uh, harassment accusations uh, that are connected with his name right now. I don't want to touch it, because I will be honest, I'm not educated enough to know what the heck's going on with Austin Theory. I just know everybody hates him right now. Uh, But Kushida getting the win, selfishly, is amazing for me, because I I just, I, I love Kushida. So the way he did it, was he starting, like you mentioned, like this is some character development. This is him going a little bit badass. This is him ki- like kicking the shit out of Austin Theory is how I put it in the show notes. Because it really was not, it was not difficult for Kushida. And he just cut a huge promo about coming yeah. after Finn Balor next. Uh, so I, I could not be more excited for next Wednesday. And he's totally going to be involved in what's going on uh, for that awesome. NXT title. But Mike, you're number
1: three for AEW. There's a lot of really good contenders. Um, I'm just letting you know right now that the uh, tag team champions did not make the cut against Jurassic Express. those are collectively four, I guess, four and a half, if you count, Marco Stunt of my AEW wrestlers. Four of my favorites. Uh, If I don't get an Orange Cassidy shirt first, it's going to be a Jurassic Express. But moment number three, I don't think there's any doubt. We already kind of alluded to it. was the uh, uh, alliance uh, built by Brian Cage, uh, the Murder Hawk himself, and of course Ricky Starks, uh, the mastermind, is Jake the Snake Roberts of Peanut Butter Falcon uh, fame? You need to go watch that movie if you have it, and you're a pro wrestling fan. All you folks out there watching this Brothers of Discussion episode, you get out there and you watch Peanut Butter Falcon tonight. All right, you're gonna cry, you're gonna love wrestling even more. Um, but anyway, Moxley, uh, you know he needs he needs a little help. This is going to be a three-on-three three tag. He has no friends. So out of, the, out of nowhere, he, uh, out of his ass crack comes Will Hobbs, who just comes flying up the stairs at a speed. You know, it's it's a speed hitherto undreamt of. Uh, maybe not since, you know, you heard the, uh, the, the headliner at a concert and you've got your beer in your hand. You're like, oh, fuck, and you're trying to run up the stairs to get back to your seat at a concert. That's how quickly he ascended the AEW stadium stairs. So, bravo to Will Hobbs for not looking winded. Um, He wasn't spitting up loogies like Roman Reigns was a couple years ago. Will Hobbs in shape, ready to prove himself. Uh, He kind of got to show off a little bit in that 20-man battle royale, cactus jack, who knows what they call it anymore. Uh, But now he's getting a real shot. He's going to be in the ring with Moxley. He's going to be in there with Darby Allin. And he's going to be beating up Ricky Starks, undoubtedly. So, I can't wait to see it this big... Mini man slapping me. I can't wait to see it next week, Matt. Woo! Give me moment number three. Matt, that takes us to moment number two in NX2.
0: <laughs> All right, now this one, uh, I I started out the day, and I, I made our discussion of the day, which is our new thing on Twitter. So if you don't follow us on Twitter and you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook, uh, we're doing uh, now on a daily basis the discussion of the day. I put it as question of the day for a couple of days, and I was like, that makes no sense. We're the brothers of discussion. So uh, yeah. discussion of the day was... Brother of the is, day! Is everybody, is everybody else okay with Timothy Thatcher beating Damian Priest tonight? Because I certainly am. And... That started out because, just like uh, we were talking about earlier, I'm a huge fan of Dexter Loomis. Um, I think there's a lot of character development there, and that's what I fall in love with. There's also a ton of character development for Timothy Thatcher, and he gets whole segments where he's just talking about, like, getting, like, training guys on how to wrestle like him. Like, he is this own... like, his own version of how wrestling uh, can work for anybody. Like, he's got his own style that he needs to teach people. That That's such a great way to sell someone. And they haven't done a lot of that with Damian Priest outside of him doing a fake bow and arrow at the screen, which is cool as fuck, but not a lot of character there. Um, so, as the week's been going on, they've been giving him a lot of push. And I just liked this match so much because we finally... saw. Like, I, I'm labeling this, Mike, as a signature win. Because he's getting a win over someone that you could have believed could take over the North American title. Now, NXT WWE very guilty of letting everybody hold on to titles for way too long. But um, I, I'm gonna say, yeah, like I, I'm 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 pretty happy that he won, and and I like that now they're defining him as a, a legit North American champion, and we don't necessarily need to worry about uh the likes of Timothy Thatcher coming in and taking the title. Yeah, he needed
1: a few of those because it just kind of felt like, uh, I don't know if I want to call him a paper champion, but it, it did definitely felt like he was a kind of a transition-y, uh, transitionary champion where he was just going to pass it on to somebody we care a little bit more about. Um, but this should give him some more opportunities to kind of, um, you know, kind of steady his presence on the show, um, you know, show that he is something, uh, uh, you know, somebody who can help kind of elevate the, the whole program so good for Damien uh
0: so Mike you're number two
1: man moment number two is tough because it was basically moment one and moment 1a um th- there's absolutely no way that in the top two moments of this week's show that I did not include Thunder Rosa versus Ivalice um those two women for a free Wednesday night show on TNT yeah. oh my god um Apologies to Shitsuke Nakamura. This was strong style. (laughs) This was, like, Latin strong style. Uh, Fuerte style.
0: How about them, like, breaking kayfabe and, like, kicking the shit out of each other? And then, um... Uh... I mean, the no cells from Ivelisse is... Yeah, I mean, mean, um... holy shit was she upset about the booking of this match and, and the, like, straight shots to the chin because this... This should go down as, like, one of the most memorable AEW matches. I mean, there's... I think, uh, matches that I will I, never remember, but I will always remember yeah. Jeff Hardy getting force-pinned by Sting.
1: Yeah. Uh, think, uh, talk about being the opposite of that. Um, I... I as far as women's wrestling goes on AEW, um, it's, it's not a new topic to kind of be like, Hey, Cody, uh, the women don't really get a shot. I don't know if you noticed, uh, but they, they don't get matches. And when they do, they're already over and they're usually during a hot pocket commercial. Uh, but this was an exception to that rule. Um, I'm glad that they realized what they had. This was about 15 to 20 minutes of TV time. Uh, this is these two women, like you said, absolutely going um, uh, Latina fuerte style. Uh, because they beat the crap out of each other. Um, you could feel it. You could sense it from home on TV uh, with roughly, you know, uh, a baker's dozen worth of fans in the stadium. Uh, this was the best wrestling match uh, probably of the week, at least. Uh, one of the better women's matches. I, I, I hate even throwing that caveat out there, but I I, I feel like if I don't mention that, it's like, it's not that i want to say well for women it was good what i want to say is the women don't get enough time to have good matches so yeah we got a women's match and it was excellent and i want more of it so i i guess with throwing in those adjectives like that a women's wrestling match it's like hey hello if you like wrestling you need to watch what's going on right now between these two women um I mean, the Thunder Rosa look—it makes you want to, you know, watch Coco again. But also, just you know, put a guitar through somebody's head. On uh, Eva was like right there with her, and she's not getting any of the push. She's not getting any of the pop and circumstance that Thunder Rosa is getting. But she's just right there saying, "Yeah, bitch," and just slapping her right in the face. Um, it was a—it I- was an epic Wednesday night back and forth. That you know. I could have arguably seen ending in a tie because these women are so evenly matched. Um, and I would love to see this feud continue. I'd love to see both of them signed with AEW for the long Uh, Um, I, I am very excited to share my enthusiasm for watching these two women wrestle each other, um, and potentially wrestle the rest of the AEW roster. So bravo. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Cody, Cody Rhodes and the rest of the people in charge for giving this, the the time it deserved on TV. Um, the only way it wasn't the main event was if you put on, you know, what we're going to hear is maybe one of the best uh, violent matches in a while. But Matt, before we get to that part, before we get to the number ones, there's always a dishonorable mention. Matt, dishonorable mention from NXT, if there was one.
0: Um, I'm going to say... I mean, there, there is was so much good here because I, I'm going to throw that. I'm going to throw these quick hits out there. The Xylee stuff is great. Uh, Breezango just kind of moving past Imperium and like, I'm we're legit tag team now. The only thing I could really put in there is just because I, I, I don't have any need for it right now because Champa is Champa, but his, yeah. his squash, um, I don't need, uh, he's Champa throw, throw him wherever, you know? Um so there there's my dishonorable mention but my number one i in my notes it's listed as the second best match of the night because i'm including aew in there and i know what you're going to put as number one uh but second best match of the night was eo versus shotzi mike uh i mean the stories are coming out you know like the the retelling of like shotzi trying to get into nxt um with, uh, with Tough Enough and things not working out uh, because of an injury and her saying, like, I'll be back. And now this is, like, this is it. This is that crowning moment where it's, like, I am back. Um, you know, she's been beating the crap out of uh, Robert Stone with a tank. And, like, think about that. She's committing to that. Like, we talk all the time about pro wrestlers on the main roster committing to, to goofy uh, storylines. She's committing to the goofiness but then when she gets the shot against EO, she absolutely knocks it out of the park. And uh man, like, I I can't say enough like how Shotzi just proved to me like she could absolutely rule this division. and I, I think I think f- from a selfish perspective, I think she absolutely should stay in NXT right now, uh, despite me apparently getting run into the ground because I made a cute little jab uh to fight full wrestling and they uh <laughs> were so hurt by it. Like I, I thought I was making like a playful friendly jab and they decided to like run me into the ground. But no absolutely here here's here's the thing. Shotzi should will absolutely rule this division. She will be champion. She can have all the belts in my opinion. We we have been touting Shotzi for a very long time. And by no means do I think that she deserves any less like that than what than what she is she is due she's gonna be due all of those title reigns on the main roster but selfishly i absolutely want her to stay in nxt and rule a little bit because i i do still think there's some sort of um I, i i don't know it's like um if you hired in the person with with the with the uh degree but there's the guy who's been there for years, or the lady that they should get the opportunity first. So I feel like EO should get a shot on the main roster, uh, maybe fighting Asuka uh, before Shotzi does. And I, like, I, I So here, here's what, here's what I'll say. It was with Sean Ross, Sean Sepp. So, uh, he he's ready to to put uh to put Shotzi on the main roster. I would just say, I'd like to see what she does with the title run. And I think she's going to knock it out of the park. And I think she's proved how much she loves this business and how great she is. I just don't want to see her disappear right now because the main focus on the main roster seems to be uh, the four horsewomen. So I don't know if I have to clip this out and then tag Sean Sapp on it. Uh, But man, he he really (laughs) took it poorly when I made the suggestion that maybe that might be a little bit early. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love this match. I, I think yeah. it's one of the best NXT women's matches of the year. Uh, Could be one of the best NXT women's matches for all of Wednesday night NXTs. Could be, like, I, I mean, we're talking, like, top five. And we've had a couple, actually, over the last year, so I don't... I don't want to just sit here and say this is one of the best NXT matches of all time because we keep we keep having that conversation over and over about did we just watch it this this year? So uh, chances are we're forgetting about some others that have happened in past years. But yes. I, I just not you can't say enough about this match. And uh, the the last thing I'll say, Mike, uh, and I'll turn it over to you, but you could give your thoughts on this match. Uh, but ultimately, it was the second best match of the night. Wow. there goes all the listeners. Well Is my um, iPhone working. Yeah. I will
1: say that uh, you know, when Shotzi comes out in the tank, uh I'm definitely thinking of uh like George Miller, uh definitely thinking of the uh Furiosa coming out in the war rig. Um uh, but with like uh like a like a kind of a pleasantness to her, you know, like I mean I'm I'm happy to see her. I think other people are happy to see her. Um, not to say people don't like the Furiosa, but I think you're a little intimidated by Char- Charlize Theron. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't immediately send her to the main roster because I think that she could definitely be a showrunner for NXT. Um, I think she could be up there with like a Gargano and Adam Cole where she is the division for a little while. Um, and for the women right now, it, I, I think you're right on the money where we're so focused on the, the horsewomen that to just kind of get in the way of that is, is, I, I don't know if that's a great idea for your career. And right now I'd rather just see Shotzi be the big fish. Um, right. so I, I do like that idea. Um, for me, uh, if we're going to go to AEW kind of sachet into uh, the dishonorable oh. mention, it was tough. Yeah, sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, the dishonorable mention it's barely one. It's just it, it. It bums me out just a little bit because I have such a love for this man. I, I want his career to really take off. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want him to be more than a, 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 a Twitch contributor. And that's Miro. Um, I really want Miro Day to take off. I really want the the new Eminem uh, <laughs> bleach blonde haircut to take off for him. <laughs> Um, I got so excited when Nia Jax put his wife through a table because I thought, my God, maybe Lana's coming to AEW as well. Um, But I I love Nero and uh, to see him kind of, you know, reduced to a comedy act again, if that's what he wants to do. okay. but the dude looks great. Um, We know he's a great wrestler. Um, He's super charismatic in the ring on the microphone. I I would just like to see more from him. So to see him come to AEW and it looks like he's going to be doing a similar stick. I'm like, well, if that's what he wants to do. Okay. But if you wanted more, I think he's definitely earned it. Um, but yeah, AEW after the dishonorable mention met, there's no doubt. Number one, uh, Jim Ross himself said it. This might be the best street fight I've ever called. Um, I, you know, whether it was guys, you know, the best friends versus Santana and Ortiz. Um, And you mentioned it earlier, this match was such a coming out party. They've basically detached from the inner circle, like they're their own entity again, uh, which I think was the goal of the inner circle to get over each member uh, singularly so that they can get outside the group and still succeed. Here, these guys were just a fantastic tag team. They had great chemistry with the best friends, uh, smashing each other with two by fours, smashing each other through sedans, uh, smashing each other through the, uh, the roofs of the cars, through the windshields, um you know and then when a lead pipe started to get introduced my god orange cassidy manifested out of a trunk uh like uh like a victim from silence of the lambs there he was uh coming in to rescue uh chucky and uh and trent but um i i gotta say that my favorite moment of this match was was obviously maybe the reference was just because the refs were bald um and uh um god damn uh john mcclain is as he's getting older in age I, cu- I couldn't think of bruce willis's name oh, bruce yeah. willis getting older in age and now he's bald maybe it was just that kind of visual uh representation but those refs are doing three counts if you want to commit to the craft you know we talked about like uh dominic mysterio just getting his 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 uh torso obliterated by uh yeah. seth rollins and buddy murphy you're like that guy really wants to be a wrestler if you really want to be a referee, you John McClain your fucking arm in a sedan and do a three-count on the glass uh, like those boys in AEW did. Um, as much as I love the best friends and Satana C- C- and Ortiz, um, that John McClain job by the referee was was pretty damn impressive. And he's the ref, so they're not going to show him bleeding and taking bumps. So the guy just kind of had to tuck his arm while he had pieces of shit just – smoldered sand in the glass sticking out of his arm while he was doing this count. It was so damn impressive. And I couldn't, I couldn't help but be impressed and tweet about it. Facebook it, get it out there in the world. Talk about it on this episode of the brothers of discussion. Man, did I have a good time watching that match? And it was, it was, it was just barely a hair above Thunder Rosa and Ivalice say that you really had to do a lot to tap those two women and somehow they just they just squeak by by the hair on their orange chinny chin chins.
0: That's now that's a statement. I, I would say they just squeaked by Eo and Shotzi, but goddamn, you really love that Thunder Rosa. This is two weeks in a row <laughs> for you gushing about Thunder Rosa. I, I think it's it's and a I'm, pick up, I'm right? a mark. I'm I'm in. I'm in. She uh, liked one
1: of my tweets. I'm in.
0: That's all we need. We got to- we got we got friends of the show all over the place. Uh, we know that uh our, our favorite uh, is running Retribution uh, right now, but... Uh, and <laughs> Dijakovic, yeah. Yeah, of
1: course. I hope Eric is in that group, too, just to get him on TVs oh, as quickly he, as possible. He's
0: doing a great job cheerleading on, on Raw Underground. Um, well, uh, Mike, we did it. We got through Wednesday Night Wars. Uh, hey, we mentioned Raw Underground. Now we can hashtag that in the YouTube channel. Um, Here we go, <laughs> baby. Think- gotta thank lewis for coming in uh andy thank you so much uh for for chatting us up greg thanks for checking in man um, we're so happy to have you guys like honestly we're, we're just doing it to to have like a fun chat um i think what we ultimately want to do here is throw in some more uh squares uh on this on this page and get to hear from you guys like straight up um uh, I, I gotta throw out there, Lewis did. His last comment was uh, he he wants uh, Loomis to to be NXT champ, and I, I just think eventually oh, think yeah. that's the game we're playing now. But uh, everybody, if uh, if you are listening uh, right now and you're watching us live, please 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 uh, subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel. That is the Brothers of Discussion. Uh, if you're following us uh, following along on Facebook, we got to tell you to to check out our Twitter uh at bod podcast uh on instagram uh i'm at least throwing out uh some cute videos and reminders but that's where the memes are that's where all the memes live from the brothers of discussion that is at brothers underscore of underscore discussion and then um yeah if you're if you're listening right now on on those podcasts check out again that's at bod podcast on twitter at brothers underscore of underscore discussion on instagram and uh if you are uh watching right now on youtube but you need that uh you need that podcast to listen to while you're uh, commuting or maybe you want to listen to us two three four five times best thing you can do apple Podcasts. please subscribe rate and review uh those reviews are really going to help us shoot up the rankings and then um yeah i guess uh i guess spotify does a good job too and then we have anchor.fm slash brothers of discussion is where you can support the show uh we are Please, God, if you do not have the funds, please, God, do not give us anything. But if you have some change to throw around, what we're doing is trying (laughs) to upgrade uh, the show that we're producing here. And as I mentioned before, uh, we do have merch that is coming. We just need the thumbs up between us and uh, we'll we'll say our, our internal management team, which is still us. But we need to have a conversation about it. But that merch is designed. It's ready to go. Uh, And uh, we'd also have to throw out, if you're a hockey fit, check us out. uh, The Red Wings Rant Podcast, now coming out on Mondays. Might go live Sunday morning, uh, but definitely coming out on Monday. And uh, Mike, (laughs) got to throw out there. I've got Keith Gave, the writer and contributor to the Russian Five, the writer of the Russian Five book and perfect timing movie russian five we're gonna Uh, ask him a lot of hot
1: button questions like does the discussion five sound like it has anything to do with the red wings your take
0: um so i'm gonna be talking with keith on thursday i got some questions that uh so it is thursday today so that's (laughs) next thursday uh, but yeah. I, I am super looking forward to that. Keith has has definitely put together a lot of content that I'm a huge fan of his book and uh, the documentary. So uh, I, I would recommend you subscribe to the Red Wings rant. If you are a Red Wings fan, you want to hear that discussion of myself and Keith gave, obviously, uh, same tone as we have here. Keith, it's going to be a friend of the show. And uh, we're not going to bow down, but we are going to treat him like a friend. And we're we're interested to hear his take on what's going on with the Red Wings now. He's a longtime Red Wings beat writer. And then, uh, of course, um, that guy who got to experience things that we'll never get to experience of taking the Stanley Cup to Russia. So uh, that, uh, questions about that, and much more coming on uh, Red Wings Rant Podcast. But uh, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Um, Louis, Greg, Andy, huge shout-outs. Uh, Brent, huge shout-out. You were there at the start of the show. I'm not sure if you there. I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, we might be stepping in to play uh, some Warzone here in a second, uh, but thank you everybody for tuning in. We love you. Oh yeah. Oh wait, where's my uh, my exit? Oh here oh, we go. Oh my god, this is so disgusting. We're live, buddy. All right, let's. I'll just stop it. I'll just stop it.